Hello everyone and welcome back to the Craig Goodrich Travel Podcast. So this is called Travel Tips and I haven't actually recorded one for nearly a year due to everything that's been going on in the world of travel. But you know what? I'm feeling positive and feeling like travel is on its way back. So here goes a brand new episode. So thank you for listening. So as we all know, in the last 12 months, we've had a couple of lockdowns here in the UK and as as everywhere else in the world. And we're at the position now where travel looks like it could be starting up again come middle of May. So let's talk about let's talk about that. Let's just talk about kind of what's coming up. So in the last 12 months, obviously, we've had uh, travel was still going for certain certain kind of areas and some required you to quarantine when you come back. Some required you to quarantine when you got there. So we kind of got into a bit of a rhythm with it last summer. And then we got to the kind of end of summer, uh, going into the winter, and we had a couple of places opening up again, and kind of things were looking good. Me personally, I managed to get across to um, war Poland, and I managed to get up to Greece as well. So I went to um, two different places. I went to Krakow um, for maybe three or four nights, I think it was, and then I went to Greece for a week and stayed in Athens and the surrounding area. Both places um, didn't require anything different. I didn't get tested um, and it was all um, kind of just wearing masks and kind of at that stage. Um, as we know, it wasn't too long after that that there were more restrictions came in and um, it became illegal to travel outside the UK. So um, we've kind of been in that position now for a couple of months and we're getting to the point now with part of the roadmap that looks like travel should be opening at the earliest from the 17th of May. Um, so fingers crossed that we get there. Now, Boris has been making announcements uh, recently um, to do with the roadmaps, and we know that um, we know that potentially 17th of May is the next date. So um, kind of how it could look at the moment, we're probably looking at a traffic light system, so a red, amber, green. We're looking at certain countries within that traffic light system will require um, a vaccine, um some might require just to have one vaccine some might require the two it's all kind of the unknowns at the moment um others may require you to quarantine when you get there um and then others might require you to quarantine when you come back so depending on whether it's red amber green obviously we know there's a couple of variables there so it's all kind of up in the air at the moment so fingers crossed in the next few weeks we'll get a bit of clarity on that um, one of the big changes we've obviously had in travel in the last six months was the hotel quarantine that got introduced. So um, it's very similar to what they kind of called the Australians um, way of doing things. And you had uh, 14 nights uh, staying in a hotel in the UK once you landed from a country that we would consider high risk. Um, so obviously, if you've been watching the media, we know this was kind of very heavy on um, the South African variant um, coming into the country and spreading. So a lot of it was brought in for that reason. Um, it just so happens, me personally, I was meant to go to South Africa in January, and I think it was about three days before I departed that this was introduced. Um, so yeah, that never happened. Um, but anyway, I've uh, I booked through British Airways for that one, and I got my my refund back from my flight, so all is good. Um, so yeah, coming up, we've got the traffic light system, so we look forward to finding more about that next week. Um, top tips from me would be. Um, keep your eyes peeled for the update and I would only use reputable sources for that. So I'm talking about um, gov.uk, I'm talking about the BBC, I'm talking about Sky News. I wouldn't I wouldn't believe what you might read on Facebook posts or what you might see on Instagram or TikTok. I would I would go with what you can read from those news sources as well as the gov.uk. Um obviously um 
the important stuff that will be on there will be the traffic lights and that'd be kind of how it works. Another really important thing to have is a travel insurance that covers you for COVID cancellation um, and also covers for any COVID variables. Um, so some of the COVID variables I'm talking about is if you have a look at some travel um, policies, um, there's a couple of there's a couple of different brands out there. Um, some offer sort of COVID cover for Europe only. Um, and then some of uh, different kind of levels of cancellation. So it could be you've contract um, you've you've got COVID yourself. Um, so then they give you the off um, the option of cancelling up to a certain amount for certain destinations, etc. Or they've got insurances that cover if you catch COVID while you're away. So um, it's worth making sure you have something that covers all bases when it comes to that. Um, it's not your travel company's responsibility to look after you if you get COVID. Um, so say you've booked your holiday as a package through. Um, some of the big bigger brands like Jet2, Tui, etc., EasyJet Holidays, um, all those brands, um, by all means, will offer you refunds if they have to cancel your holiday or they are in the position where they've cancelled it due to your hotel closing, your flight closing, etc. What they are not responsible for is yourself, and if something happens down route, that is very much on you, and you need to make sure that you have travel insurance to cover for that. Um, so that's really key. Um, there is a couple of brands out there that do offer it, but I would recommend using Google or another popular search engine and looking up a COVID um, travel insurance that does cover. Um, now, um, as well as that, um, as well as the insurance side of things, obviously, if you are booking something in the next few months, do have a look at the specific company's COVID policy. So as I mentioned, some of the brands just there, um, make sure you're checking out the sort of flexible terms that they have. So um, it may be a case of you've booked a holiday somewhere and then you find out that destination requires a quarantine and it's not something you can accommodate with your work time. So I would recommend um, making sure you've looked at the flexibility of the offer. So whether they offer up to a certain date that you cancel and, and then you're allowed to move again free of charge, etc. Make sure you're you're taking into account all those extra costs when you're looking. Um, my top tip as well would be don't just go for the cheap option make sure you're not just buying something because it's five pound cheaper than the one that offers the flexibility it's not worth it um we're in the day of age now where cheap last minute sort of 99 pound per person teletext holidays are not worth it um so you need to be you need to be making sure you're getting covered and you're not um going to be out of pocket for any changes that happen so please do be careful when booking and make sure you either book through a travel agent who can do all that side of things for you um, or you're booking through a reputable company and you're making sure you've definitely read their terms. If you are booking a package and it's all with one supplier, great. If you've decided to book something through a sort of company like on the beach, booking.com, etc., make sure you're reading the terms that come with each individual part of the package. So the terms for the hotel and the terms for the flight might be very different to each other. So make sure you are taking a look at all the different terms. So there's just some top tips for you. Now, on the side of vaccination, um, like I mentioned, obviously, thinking about costs, there may be some destinations that require you to um, get vaccinated, which obviously is free of charge in the UK. Um, but there is some places that uh, may require you to quarantine, etc. And sometimes I might put those costs on you if you've if you failed a test, etc. So do take into account all the sorts of different variables before you take that leap. Um, I would definitely say for this summer, at least for the next kind of immediate few months coming up if travel does open. So that's kind of some of the top tips from me is just kind of do your research, do your homework and even doubt, make sure you reach out to a travel professional.
for some advice. Now, some of the positive stuff that's happening is, as of the 12th of April this week, um, you can travel around the UK to, a, uh, well, I'd say within your country. So within England, if you're in England, within Scotland, within Wales, etc. Um, stick into your um, your area. And obviously, each um, devolved government has their own um, rules in place. But from England, specifically, you can travel on the 12th of April to a self-catered accommodation. So something like a cottage or a lodge, something, say, through cottages.com or Ho Seasons, uh, two companies that I use on the regular for my clients, um, offer a lot of self-catering accommodation. Um, you could be talking about a caravan holiday, so something by the sea um, as well could be another option. So um, lots of different options for self-catering. Uh, what it doesn't include is hotels. Um, so this is, we're just talking about sort of self-catered accommodation at the moment for now um, with your immediate family. And then the next step, which is uh, later on in uh, May, is then um, the ability to travel with other families and um, opening out to um, UK hotels as well. So we expect that to be as part of the announcement next week from Boris, hopefully, around the UK travel side of things, along with the um, along with the kind of opening of leisure travel uh, within the UK and outside the UK. So uh, self-cater is exciting. Um, like I mentioned, two companies there. There's a lots of others uh, self-catering. Obviously, lots of local companies you can use and um, contact the parks direct, etc. Uh, I'm a big fan of booking through, obviously, a travel company that comes protected, etc. And again, make sure you're looking at the flexibility for that property um, and looking to see the kind of terms of that property and kind of how many people can stay there and... Uh, whether they require you to clean down the property afterwards, etc., or um, bring certain things with you, such as towels, etc., um, just due to some COVID restrictions. So keep your eyes peeled. Um, something to remember as well for UK travel is, um, say you're going to a caravan park, the facilities highly likely will be closed. Um, so don't expect to obviously be going to the the slides and the swimming pool, etc., and all the other things um, until they open up further on into the months um so just something to be aware of um when you are when you are um, looking at self-catering for the next few months um besides that if you are looking for a uk holiday that's a little bit different you may have noticed all the large um cruise lines are now offering um uk cruises or staycations as we like to call it for this summer so this is not all the brands that are available, but I'll throw a few out there for you. Um, so um, UK cruises this summer are going to be the in thing. And they're not going to go far in the sense of they are just staying in the UK waters. Um, but it gives you that feeling of being away. It gives you that feeling of the sea legs. Um, and a lot of the cruises are offering um, sort of um, all-inclusive drinks packages and other bits. So it is just like a like you're kind of in a in a compact holiday um and having a good time on the ship and enjoying all the ship's facilities so you're still getting that holiday feeling and obviously someone's cooking for you every night etc so um all the big cruise lines are offering um it for this summer which is really exciting so um it isn't all focused on southampton either which is cool so there are different cruises going from all over the uk as part of the staycation cruises um, so we've got destinations such as Southampton, like I mentioned, but then you've also got ports such as Liverpool is going to be used. Um, some in the northeast um, ports are getting used as well. Um, and then Greenock and Scotland as well. So there's a few different um, staycations that are going to be happening this summer. Um, some of the um, 
some of the big cruises that are happening are such as Princess Cruise offering uh, seacations, as they're calling it, this summer. Um, so their prices start from around about the 429 price for three and four nights, uh, which is really exciting. Um, you've got MSC are offering UK-based uh, cruises this summer as well, which is um, really cool. If you want to go have a look at the MSC ships, they've had a couple of them uh, refitted recently, and they are a fab cruise company. So they're offering um, some summer cruises at the moment, which is really exciting. You've got P&O that are also on it as well. So P&O are offering up to seven itineraries as well now um, during the summer. Um, and if you go on the Iona, it does actually go up to the island of Iona in Scotland, um, which is named after. Um, so you get to see some of them, uh, some different destinations that you may have not seen before. Um, the thing that um, is different with these UK cruises is um, a majority of them do require you to have all your vaccines. Um, they will do COVID-19 screening before and during the cruise. Um, there will be protected excursions. So some of these cruises do have excursions in the UK available, but you have to go on them um, and stay on them. You can't go off and do your own specific one. It's all part of that. Um, excursion kind of part of the keeping the health um, restrictions limited just within those groups um, there's obviously going to be constant cleaning social distancing on board and obviously fully trained staff that are ready for this kind of bubble that you would have on the ship um, celebrity are offering the cruises as well this summer virgin have just announced today um, their summer cruises you've got disney cruise offering options as well this year from like i said the northeast of england um there's just so many of them offering this summer so if you do fancy getting away a lot of them do start from that sort of 400 odd uh price upwards um so for three four night itineraries up into the week and longer so um if you are interested in a summer cruise um do give me a shout or if you've already got a travel agent then give them a shout or have a look online on um give it a quick google some of the uk's um staycations this summer and you'll you'll be able to see all the ones that are on offer so um they've all been super popular um and they've gone down really well with your regular cruisers um because people are just looking to get away still and looking to have um, a bit of a break so do check them out uh, besides that, um, obviously, um, other holidays are available. So it may be illegal to go on holiday in the next few weeks and month, but it's not illegal to book. So 2022 has been really popular. So bookings for 2022 personally for me have been varied uh, with different destinations such as the Americas. So people want in their New York trips for next winter. So sort of January, February, March next year with some really good prices from sort of £500 per person for a good three, four nights in New York, flying direct from Heathrow. Um, you've got Aer Lingus, who have just announced direct flights to the USA from Manchester, which is fantastic. Um, it fills the void of some recent cancellations we've had from Manchester and some changes to um, some of the networks, which is amazing. Um, so there's lots of offers that are popping up for that this year um, for all the different uh, flights that they're going to be doing from Manchester, which is amazing. So they are fully direct. There's no stopping and doubling and no sort of pre um sort of pre-checks like they did previously these are just direct straight to the usa so really good um obviously throughout the uk you've got virgin doing flights from down south and manchester etc um you've got united airlines offering different routes um and a few others british airways etc um offering it tui obviously offering um their long haul still as well so lots of options for 2022 um you can book up to around about this time next year um for good prices 
Anything beyond that is what we would class as out-of-date out of range, ODR. Um, these prices can vary a little. So these prices are normally set at a sort of value um, that we believe the cost would be, um, and that's the guaranteed price you will pay. Some companies will offer you out-of-date out range, and the price could change from when you booked it today to when you get to it next year, but most of them normally have a buffer of if it changes and becomes more expensive, then you have the right to cancel if it's over, say, 10%. Um, but each company will offer a different sort of terms. Always worth checking whether it's a guaranteed fare and it won't change or whether it's a fare that could change. But your travel agent or uh, will normally tell you that. You can't book them yourself online, these out-of-date range, but travel agents can do it for you. Um, and they will always explain to you whether it's a guaranteed fare or whether it's going to change. But it's a good option to have and it helps you book far in advance. Um, there is some really good companies out there also offering 2023 and 2024 holidays. Specifically, I've seen a lot for Orlando. So me personally, I've been advertising quite a lot of these sort of villa holidays for 2023. Um, now at this moment in time, you can book them um, for accommodation, flights, car hire, etc. Um, any things you can't book at the moment are your Disney tickets, Universal tickets, it's too advanced into the 2023 to do that. Um, but at least you can get everything else set and you can start saving, paying it off monthly. Um, and then obviously the prices for the tickets would come live um, about a year beforehand. Um, so it's really something exciting for you to do and look forward to. It's specific, uh, especially great for like when you have large groups um, and you really want to get something say for an anniversary coming up or a big birthday etc it gives you the opportunity to pay a low deposit a couple of hundred quid per person maybe um get it secured and then you you, you go in you do you know what i mean it's there um, you can start paying off and it'll be there before you know it and when you get to it you would have paid it off and happy day so um there is options out there for such things um but yeah so lots of things going on with travel. Um, I wanted to do another podcast just to remind everyone that I'm still here. I've survived. Um, travel will be back. Travel will have a resurgence. Everyone's desperate for a bit of sun. Everyone's desperate for a bit of relaxation. I don't know if you like me, but I'm sick of eating at home. I'm sick of takeaway. So um, it'd be lovely just to go away and have someone cook for you. Relax all day. Not having to sit on your laptop, not on your phone. It'll just that deep breath that you can take and that that kind of hot air that hits your face when you step off the plane is something I'm looking forward to. So that feeling of that kind of, as I would describe, a hairdryer blowing into your face the minute you open those aircraft doors. So let's get travel going again. Let's get all those cabin crew back off furlough. Let's get all those pilots back. Let's get all those reps back and start pumping money back into those economies again, obviously, if it's safe to do so. Um, but with the vaccines and quarantines, etc., that is the way forward. Um, and we should start seeing some positive things coming out in the next few months. So fingers crossed it all goes well. Um, I'll start doing some more episodes as the next few months go on around about specific destinations. And once we know more next week from Boris, I will do another podcast. But yeah, thank you for listening today and enjoy your week. See you later.